listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, I remember syrup sandwiches and crime allowances. Finesse a nigga with some kind of fist, but now I'm counting this. Parmesan with my accountant lives. In fact, I'm down in this. Do you say for boo bake tastes like Kool-Aid for the analyst? Girl, I could buy your ass the world with my pay stuff. Ooh, that pussy good. Won't you sit it on my taste buds? I get way too petty once you let me do the extras. Pull up on your block and break it down like we playing Tetris. AM to the PM, PM to the AM phone piss out your per diem you just hate you just gotta hate them funk if i quit your bm i still rock mercedes funk i just if i quit the season i will be the greatest funk my left stroke just went viral right stroke put little baby in a spiral soprano c we like to keep it on a high note it's levels to this you and i know hey welcome to the blackout test podcast joe's rod and bitch be humble I think that's uh for hey. you know um it's not every day we get to read a pulitzer prize winning hip-hop lyric on the show so come on it's a little nervous guys sorry about that um anyway you can find the show on itunes stitcher Podomatic. just search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews appreciate it right takes time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball a bullet ball extreme uh and of course this is our feedback show so it's saturday show i'm doing two shows today i'm also doing a show at four with bossy um for this too much we're gonna do uh atlanta even though we're not officially reviewing that season uh <laughs> we're gonna be reviewing it whatever bossy gotta tell herself it's fine um at any right. rate um, we're doing uh we're gonna do, do the feedback show that we're gonna do that so um feedback is for people that send us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we got some on iTunes this week. Um, people that leave voicemails, as long as they're two minutes or less, two minutes or less at 704-557-0186. Um, people that, uh, email the show, theblackguywhotips at gmail.com. Uh, you can go to our website, theblackguywhotips.com, leave comments, vote in the polls, and all that stuff there too. We appreciate it, right? It takes the time out to do that because it always helps the show out tremendously. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very dope. Um, and you know we uh we read them all we read all the five star reviews the emails all that stuff we do as long as we like them we don't like yeah. them we ain't reading them yeah yeah i mean yeah it's a nice five star reviews i mean you, you could put five on it we'll take you five but yeah if, but you know we don't like the face on the five we be like we good yeah i don't need to hear how problematic i am every day i get it i'm not perfect uh let's go ahead and do uh the people that donated though the real mvps I dedicate this song to recession, depression, and unemployment. This song is for you. Today's a new day. New day, new may, new pay, new money is what i'm gonna say uh we actually have uh chandra b uh chandra b she's a brand new recurring donator thank you chandra hey baby uh chandra or chandra i don't know if i'm pronouncing it right um renate m thank you so much mm-hmm. pete b thank you for, we appreciate you pete nice i know uh olivia from chicago you guys know her hey baby uh ricky a pretty much uh pretty ricky what they call him thank mm-hmm. you david from brooklyn thank you david yes black film press comics thank you so much laura f is a brand new donator thank you laura f go to the new members class with chandra yes uh armand b thank you armand christopher d we appreciate you chris from hawaii we do kalfani g thank you mm-hmm. 
conrad who's our official uh first time donator uh yeah. new members class he runs teacher. the class you st- stand up baby see him back there in the corner that's who you need to go see follow him at the service Corey, yes. the tickler thank you so much tabitha m we appreciate you brianna l thank you mm-hmm. april g thank you april alexis h june from harlem harlem on the rise hey baby tanya s thank you ray sonny shout out to ray mm-hmm. out there doing big things on the west coast ain't she though all grown up samuel h thank you sam chance in a uh, chance h thank you chance yes uh dana w appreciate you mm-hmm. regina g thank you yes wanga all the way from australia the down under as they like to call it <laughs> cynthia d thank you very much cynthia we appreciate you we do and i think that's everybody so hey thank you everybody play me out kurt come on even though i have see i smile and y'all feel that To look up when you look down. Sure, we hate to see you give up now. You look so much better when you smile. Let's go. Alright, alright. Let's get into it, guys. We got some reviews. Yes. My faves. Uh, this is from Aaron MP who says, Rod and Karen are the best. And the name of the, the name of it is best ever. That's the title uh the and the blackout tips my favorite podcast of all time smart funny and funny and on point rod and karen's humor and sanity is helping me immensely to get through these insane times we're living in and i'm so grateful for you too thank you for all that you all you are and do thank you thank you that's dope um thank you from we come from bad news podcast oh yeah that's a spinoff from um 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 woke with kids uh shark games and stuff says uh first of all uh congratulations on putting together a great show you make it easy to listen and show hits all the necessary points about popular culture and beyond thank you for mentioning we come from bad news podcast i'm a fan so it was great to get some good energy from you it was nice it was a nice surprise and yaze and myself al are very appreciative of your support and look forward to building with you in the near future continue blessings al billows thanks al oh, thank you baby uh don't although Al, i gotta be honest with you dog you was hating on cardi a little bit i I know you say you you was trying to be fair but uh you get down and lay down in these streets when it's cardi season okay <laughs> everybody knows this <laughs> it is thought bop season and right. i'm here we over here thought and bopping we don't have time come on okay? come on them, even stick them come on stick them wrap your legs around them and make them give you a baby mm-hmm. that's that what season it is right now, if your pussy not popping right now i don't know if i can mm-hmm i don't know uh i don't know don't get it pregnant or something you ain't fucking up us something she's still gonna be having a good time that's true uh must listen stone god says five stars i've been listening for two years so i feel guilty about not writing this review sooner that's all good don't whenever you come okay it's right it's right on time baby because you know what at least you did it in two it's some of y'all <coughs> is you know been listening a lot longer than two years mm-hmm. i haven't heard anything from you i see you back there in the back mm-hmm, looking to the left look i'm looking i'm talking to you right now you know you ain't put five on it 
there hasn't been a work day that i don't have tbgwt in my headphones i recently had the pleasure of meeting both rod and karen at the walking dead finale and it was a pl- oh yeah hey, we, we met this dude in line we was uh getting popcorn or yeah shit. nachos whatever we was getting yeah ready to check out survival sunday it was wonderful to meet you too baby that was dope it was a pleasure to meet them truly great people when i'm down at work or just want to relax this is my go-to podcast you will laugh giggle learn some things and maybe even shed a tear tbgwt thank you so much stone dog shout out to you baby that was dope man my favorite by blessed yes says i love this show it's my saving grace i've been cracking up with laughter each episode which helps me not want to crack skulls microaggressions <laughs> i love to laugh and this show is hilarious educa- educational entertainment uh thank you rye and karen keep it coming thank you thank you and hey, we tried you know and thank you so much for leaving y'all's reviews as always go on itunes drop us a line you know leave us five stars make it nice we'll read it on the show man appreciate everybody takes time out to do that do. it helps us in the show rankings on itunes it helps us spread the word and then just you know general when someone clicks on a podcast and they go is this podcast any good and they see a whole bunch of reviews and a whole bunch of positive things they're like you know what i'm gonna give it a listen um all right let's get to the comments on the episodes on our website uh episode 1659 good vibes and happiness was our um feedback episode um last week uh we just talked about a bunch of stuff it was kind of quick i think that was only 37 minutes wow that was a real short show uh, it might be our shortest feedback show since oh we're talking about back in the day we were doing yeah we're since doing, we were reading the comments from twitter right we, was doing oh, like, we had a facebook page um drez ph does says thanks for the information about my new negro national anthem uh i guess was it fuck nigga free i can't remember which information i gave that day uh the poll was easy because i couldn't think of nothing it was did you go outside today i was shocked at the results honestly shocked 24 percent of y'all did go outside 76 percent of y'all didn't go outside all day wow come on man you gotta go outside or maybe it's just y'all already be outside during the week you know for work and then saturday's your chill time so fuck what i'm saying do what you want to do you ain't gotta go outside or maybe you in one of them few places that uh when it's like bitch i'm still here Mm, maybe i don't know know. some places it's almost into april and and when it's like yeah what do i know i went outside and caught a cold so y'all probably got it right (laughs) when it's like bitch i'm not gone yet right then we had beachella episode 1660 where uh you know our our queen um goddess king uh everything uh performed at coachella yes and we had to come talk about it someone hit me on twitter was like y'all know y'all talked about that for 58 minutes and such such seconds and i was like you know what be honest could have went for a little longer that that would have been the whole show <coughs> like all right let's go to sword ratchetness ding ding right. ding ding could have done longer we actually could have thought maybe y'all were getting tired of it to be honest i wasn't getting tired of it D Ramsey PH does says someone sent me a link to Beachella, uh, Beachella because, uh, I could not catch her on YouTube. I love her for her blackness and how she does more without saying much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to get rid of a white friend on my page because she was questioning, uh, first of all, I didn't know her. This is <sighs> the hazards of this, this internet shit, y'all. Uh, so I approved somebody because I was like, oh, they know this person and they requested me. And right, because I they probably saw some status that someone shared and it was like, oh, I like this guy. You know, that's how I figure. I, right. I typically don't request people. It's just because of my mental makeup. Um, but, um, 
no i approved her or whatever and then i knew like right then i was like she like she's a blonde white woman she making one of those faces like i don't know it just had this look about it i was just like eh, i don't know i hope this is not problematic yeah i was like i, just... I had people like that before and after all you know you got to go you know what? Right. we can't be cool no more right and i saw you know when she was like trying to be woke or whatever you know like black lives matter or whatever you know i'm like okay we'll see and then i shared this link about you know beyonce giving 100k to four different hbcus right to help out with scholarships and she was like that's it that's not you know that that's not enough i don't like when people do that i was like are you a white woman on my page a black man telling me about how much a black woman should be given to hbcus how much which i attended which are you how much are you giving come on now compared to the zero that she had to give she didn't have to do shit come on stop charity checking motherfuckers man now that kills me check in with the people that got the money see how they feel see if they sitting around like that's it or if they were like yo man people are not putting out for us thank you oh my god people weird anyway um she had to go um so uh yeah i love her and that's what that's the thing that performance was so black it was just for us anyway right i wasn't fielding white opinions on this shit nobody care about that Mm -mm. she was like this is the all the people that i know couldn't afford these tickets mm-hmm. this show is for you right so mm-hmm. i really need to clean my facebook hole everything start over um shara says yeah, yeah so, yes and periodically i do that on twitter and facebook i do one of them follow me stuff i go through and clean just clean house periodically i don't say nothing i just you just looking i won't be in this it is nothing personal against anybody i'm like we don't need to act you know right. we ain't said nothing to each other in, in 45 years why why are we here right you know i just gotta figure something out anyway um that performance was so very very black the band played uh the announcement from the great and powerful oz music from the wiz my edges are dust says shara uh uh milaje gear solid says a lovely piece from earth went of taylor to kick off the white people news well you know i had to bring us i bring us up to bring us back down to earth okay Mm-mm. taylor was my way of getting us back on track Mm-mm. brooklyn shoebag says i didn't watch it live but beachella blew my wig clear off when i did catch it i was utterly impressed with her outfits breath control and bringing all the blackness it was like drumline meets black panther and i was all for it she gave us two a two-hour free ass concert come on b i want that crop top yellow sweater yes i'll yes i'll be the middle-aged mom with the teen uh daughters wearing a bright ass belly showing beyonce sweater bow down (laughs) with a yellow top up underneath it yes (laughs) marcy says uh that cover by taylor swift of september is a monstrosity and an insult to the original i had to go listen to the original like five times just to make sure that bastardized version would not stick in my head and she also says the story about the 14 year old boy being shot at made me so angry and sad i feel for his mom because i know if that was my kid i would be alternating between wanting to murder these shitheads and wanting to just hug my kid and never let him out of my sight again yep every day black in america chay chay says rodimus nathaniel prime i cannot stand you there i was enjoying the recap of beachella basking in all that blackness while i was getting ready for work hopped in the shower and there i was supping wet half soaked up with my fingers in my ears screaming no no (laughs) don't do it don't do it i'ma cut you off like a demented trey songs (laughs) 
<laughs> well if a nigga cut me off he gonna have to <laughs> <clears throat> anyway don't do it uh don't do it but i couldn't i couldn't take my fingers out of my ears for the fear that darth becky's mayonnaise version of september reached my eardrums i've been avoiding that shit all week and there i was between a rock and a hard place screaming because i refused shame on you sir shame <laughs> you are no good low down ear terrorist i rebuke you che che i'm sorry but do you remember when we were uh no okay all right i forget about it Mm-mm-mm. do you remember no i don't want to remember okay all right uh body gotta do it real slow i don't want no dryers music sandwich all right eve says beyonce snatched not only my wig my but my soul right from my body uh but my soul right from my body i got all of my motherfucking life i found myself acting a damn fool dancing around with her routines oh did you see the video of the girl who posted her she did the uh, choreography uh to beyonce she did it like side by side oh like she learned it already man she was she beasted i'm trying to tell you that that uh she messed around to put out an album people gonna memorize that shit uh soon too right i'm looking for the album where the album at beyonce i'm looking your fave could never because queen b shut that shit down they might as well have ended coachella after that because none of those other performances mattered after that taylor swift's version of september is how i imagine unseasoned boiled chicken would taste like if it was food she would be called becky with the damn nerve for performing that song maurice white didn't die for that bullshit come on i understand uh the poll was do you worry about white people calling the cops on you for no reason yes no or i'm white five percent of y'all said i'm white so i assume y'all don't worry about it thank you for being honest six percent said no y'all don't worry about it which means 89 percent absolutely worry about that shit you know when you take out the white people you know it's even a higher percentage so yeah i think that's a big fear of a lot of black people and i think that's why that starbucks shit took off so much because in the on the scale of things that we've seen happen to black people that's not even like close to the top Mm -mm. but um on the scale of how probable that can happen to any of us that shit is way near the top you know like that happens to niggas all the time it's a cop's call and you're like what the fuck it just don't go viral or you just Mm -hmm. leave because you don't want any form of confrontation and white people are always threatening to call the cops on some shit on some niggas you know i I remember one time i was playing ball and uh actually i was working as a gym monitor and this guy got into a fight with this black kid this white dude did and it was a white dude that had on like grass cutting basketball shoes like 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 tennis shoes like he wasn't even out there like he'd come to the court once a year or some shit just decided today would be the day he wanted to play ball and this black kid was lighting his ass up on the court like it was you know whatever because he fell out there all the time right and so the dude started playing super hard d and he started fouling the kid um and i say kid but he's probably like 19 20 but you know right. what i mean he starts fouling this dude and so one time he the dude goes up for a layup after all these fouls and the white dude grabs him like oh you know like that and so the black dude swung his bow like get the fuck off of me this is just basketball what are you doing and the white dude immediately came over to me and was like you need to get the police in here did i was attacked i said first of all um you grabbed this dude on a layup <coughs> i've been watching you like basically beat this kid the whole game 
and now that he hit you back which was still an elbow he still was playing basketball i said now you want to call get the police involved Nah, it's just because you know the police will come in here take your side of it and and the black kid will get in trouble that's right. the whole make thing a big ordeal about it and then right. you have to stop the game you right. probably kick everybody out and he was like well i'm going up to the front anyway and i'm going to tell the police i said well, and i will be here in my capacity as a gym monitor and i will tell them you are fucking lying i was like i, I was like you know we got cameras in here right he was, and he was like i'll never come back i was like you never come here in the first place like go nobody gonna miss you but it's that but that is the thing that we get worried about anyway lupin writes in as a six foot three size 15 wearing 390 pound black man i am not allowed to be human and i can't get upset i can't raise my voice because my size alone is a weapon to many people Mm -hmm. to them i'm an open carrying just by living my life so yes i am worried about the cops being called on me for no reason because it can end me with me dead and the comment section will explain that i had to die because look how big i am and it would be dangerous for the cops to interact with me yeah Yeah. eric garner right and also a lot of taller bigger people mm-hmm. even if their voice and i've heard this a lot even if their voice is heavy they will actually take their voices up octaves mm-hmm. just so they don't seem intimidating i don't want to be a threat you know um so some of that chat says he's single <laughs> he put some stats out there it's like hold up now how, wait a minute i like them how tall how tall how tall <laughs> where, where you from where you from where your mama stay right oh uh, who your people is right oh uh, so we got episode uh 1661 sitting wild black where we really kind of talk more about the starbucks thing um uh secure pin dragon says the only one who should have been arrested is the manager who made a false report that had six cops come through the store right um yeah the, the line they were trespassing and they won't leave and they won't buy anything um jay full says i was reflecting on this episode while listening to randolph on the woke files and i had an epiphany the starbucks situation is exactly why i hate going places i'm not familiar with i used to think it was a fear of being lost but in the smartphone era that's never really an issue it's the fear of not belonging and having to deal with some extra bullshit as a result yeah i i think a lot of black people deal with this all the time it's definitely a mental hurdle and you never know what territory you're stepping into yesterday i went uh to a healthy lunch spot in a nearby office park and i wasn't sure how the salad bar worked first i walked around to see what the options were and then went to find a container to make my salad as i'm doing this stuff i noticed two employees basically staring down my every move one dude went so far as to do the fake mopping oh that's the worst you're like you gonna put some water on that mop or you just gonna walk behind me every five seconds i see you ain't changed that water same nasty water was in there yesterday where's your good right. soap and water you ain't mopping shit after i finished making my salad i was looking around for the checkout i saw one of those fruit way baskets so i thought that might be where i should go it's in the direction of the door but not by the door all of a sudden fake mopping white man cuts off my path to offer the help luckily i actually did need help finding the register in the crowded ass store but it, def- it definitely made me feel uncomfortable and self-conscious no- nothing annoys me more than being treated like i'd steal something in a place i can easily afford yeah that's the thing too because in his mind <coughs> he going back and, and going and telling himself i stopped that dude from walking out with that food like you never had any intention of doing it but in his mind he absolutely feels like mm-hmm, he was gonna walk out of here stealing some food lucky i was watching him you know meanwhile you actually need a help and he could have stopped to help you at any moment uh before even you were looking for the register and be like hey man you need some help or you, you figured everything out you know it's also funny when you go in a place 
and they don't explain shit to you but then like a white person come in behind you and they start explaining well, okay the menu options are here and this is where we sit this and you're like yeah two, two things either that happens or either every fucking five minutes the action you do you need help i told you no five minutes ago please go right. away right you know like shit like that irritates me too because like if i tell you i don't need help if i need you i find you or either they'll ignore you which is even worse so then right. when you need help you can't find anybody like i said i'm i'm older now i'm not as ratchet as i used to be i you would used to be like can i get some help i used to talk really really loud in the store mm. like to show my ass to let them know that i am a customer do you want my money mm-hmm. you know and you know I've, i'm to the point now I, I don't do that no more you know because my thing is my time is valuable too and my money is green and expensive like everybody else it's places that i've literally walked in and walked the fuck out of because like oh y'all don't want my money okay okay point Mm. noted lastly i feel like i feel you on wearing whatever you want to go places as you know from ball sports i love golf and courses have dress codes usually i'll abide by the dress code because i love golf more than i care about people tripping on uh sorry i gotta move my mic thing all right uh i love golf more than i love more than i worry about people um tripping on uh if i have on basketball shorts but i always think about bomani's story about buying a rolex while wearing hooping shorts a t-shirt and slides and how some of the employees missed out on a hefty commission because of their bias right uh i don't have bomani's confidence seriously who does <laughs> but i try to remember that story whenever i'm feeling self-conscious about being underdressed i always want to look neat and clean but no matter where i go i want people to treat me like my money is as green as everybody else's my, and that's the thing your money always green no matter what you look like and mm-hmm. that's the motherfucking problem like we're going to places and we might actually be quote-unquote underdressed but you know what bitch you better sit us and serve us like everybody else exactly Peter 749 says i feel that the police did not have to arrest those two men except unless the manager lied either on the initial call to the police or when the police got there however we definitely did not get the whole story and i think we will see a lot more situations where races get called out and held responsible for their racist ways i think that this summer is going to be full up with black people fed up with more uh with a lot of microaggression bullshit and allies whose eyes have been open because a lot of the issue we deal with is new to them i think the allies gonna go through it in ways they never imagined they are gonna be tested yeah and some of them don't stand that test the second yeah. one of their white friends challenges them a lot of them crumble and fold and that's the problem with the allies that's why i don't believe in allyship <laughs> I, you just need to stand up for people and do the right thing the other thing though is like even when you do it's i mean it's pretty thankless that's kind of the the thing i mean starbucks taking a day off and all they about to hear is that this shit ain't enough um uh we don't give a fuck if you lose a a, a day of profits uh we don't give a, one day of retraining ain't enough to help implicit racial bias um uh, it's gonna you know it's gonna be a lot of shit and then something else race is gonna happen because you got a whole lot of people working for you in a whole lot of different areas and it won't take long before somebody do something else racist like uh somebody will have a problem with the training when when that leaks and what what was in the training and how it wasn't perfect like it is it's a long road it's mostly a thankless road and um the truth of the matter is you're never gonna get there quote unquote for most people anyway so you know i, I shouldn't say for most people for some people a lot of people i think are kind of more 
like oh yeah that's good you know hopefully that does something you know but we don't expect these motherfuckers to solve american racism in the afternoon but you know hey maybe something good will come of this i think that's how most people would probably view it but end of the day man like yeah everybody's getting tested you know because black people live in a constant state of getting tested so we want them to feel some of that and i don't have a problem with that uh from an emotional standpoint like i understand and relate to that right and also is one of those things when they were talking about the allyship see the thing about it black and brown people lgbtq these marginalized groups a lot of us been fighting for a long time a lot of us has been fighting and had the realization of some of this shit since we were children Mm -hmm. so we've been dealing with this 20 30 40 50 years however old you are you've been dealing with this Uh, like you said a lot of these white folks their eyes are being opened up for the fucking very first time so they're like children when it comes to this aspect and when things happen they don't know how to respond they don't know what to say you know and a lot of times like i said before when they're addressed or they push back or they start losing friendships because that's what's going to happen all of a sudden your white friends are going to be like why are you standing up for these darkies or whatever else you're standing up for and if you don't know how to handle it you will easily fall back into the white supremacy trap yeah my thing is just you know we're really used to people just firing the person who did something racist and moving the fuck on that's normally what the that's normally what the situation is um how it's called for you know and in all fair i don't know that that's ever really the best way i call it. it's basically like the confederate confederate flag thing you know confederate statues like yeah, you're not trying to fix tear it down don't educate anybody don't say why i was wrong to be up in the first place um let's just pretend this never happened guys and we'll go back let's not worry about the way that you know systemic racism exists that's kind of how it's felt to me like well we'll get rid of like normally they get rid of this one person and society is used to that so we know this news cycle of that and we move on oh they fired a racist cool got it let's move on not that racists should keep their jobs but starbucks decided to try something different and they're now we're responding differently you know they're, they're just now finding out what what is uh you know maybe they were going to do some type of restorative justice thing i know they wanted her to meet with the dudes um you know and uh for mine it sounded more like for them to get her to for her to apologize to them um not on some like and then we were friends you know but on some like there's an obligation and responsibility we have to the to these customers um and even then i saw people being like nah they shouldn't have to meet with her you know i was like i, I don't think he's trying to force anybody to meet i don't think he's even saying like because they need to tell her that we're good guys he's just in general he's just like this woman uh wronged them you know but that's just their um that's just their fucking approach to it and we haven't seen that from a corporation like this before we've all normally we get we fired this person so what are you niggas complaining about right you know as opposed to this guy taking it on his um taking it on his whatever like taking on the responsibility of feeling like he need to address the whole company all every chain every employee needs to sit down and talk about this shit and i'm sure they're gonna watch all of roots or uh whatever else managerial video they don't sure they watch Ro- they, they watch rosewood and then uh a couple other black tragedies and then call it a day you know but no nah, I, I like <laughs> he tried to just you know approach it in a different way i have no fucking idea what works Mm-mm. you know i really don't have any idea what works the only thing that I, the only thing i appreciate is that it's not the typical 
we didn't do anything wrong our managers have the right to do this and i don't know what y'all complaining about move the fuck on social justice warrior cucks you know whatever right i appreciate him being you know you know being somewhat amenable to the fact that we are wrong it, and i actually really appreciated the ceo being like it's actually on me not even just the manager we don't have a policy and if we do if, and the fact that we don't have a policy is yeah. fucked up on my part right because you basically allow racial biases and discrimination to be possible when you don't have a policy you know and and this is the thing when white people run shit they don't need to think about it because it doesn't happen to them correct you know it's why twitter's fucked up facebook's fucked up like white people just have a whole ton of considerations they don't have to have especially straight white men because they they in all the majority groups so you know to them it's like why would we need a space where black people can say this but white people can't say blank you know they they're like freedom of speech you know to them you know why did you get offended so just because somebody called you a nigga you gotta get offended you chose to take offense to that nothing offends me yeah you you never been oppressed there's nothing to offend you come on you know so uh anyway i don't and i don't know that that coffee idea is gonna happen but you know unless she coming with a check you know but plus she don't work there no more but uh you know but yeah i I just thought this is a different way to handle it i have no idea if it's good or bad i really don't i'm just spitballing saying like i can see how they would do it differently and i can see how um maybe they'll get different results but no i've never seen anybody try this before so we'll see what happens i mean if you're a racist and you work at starbucks though you got a month and uh about eight days to get it in you know what i'm saying get your sism on <laughs> welcome to nigger bucks they can't fire me i ain't been trained i ain't been trained welcome to starbucks nigger can I help you <laughs> you coons want some extra uh <laughs> want some extra cream in your coffee no okay with your darkest like it dark i like it i know you like that dark roast you oh. know mm-hmm. these beans are straight from the jungles of africa where you can go back to next all the way to the 29th <laughs> just just saying fucked up shit just racist as fuck <laughs> oh man that would be a great skit uh <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh peaches says uh i feel like the police oh wait i'll say i just read that one yeah um so yeah amani says uh i know folks are mad but i'm willing to hear this popeye's democrat out his Cajun Sparkle policy is the kind of groundbreaking stance that I want liberals to support. And Rod, that Thanagar tank was a good one. Doing the Hawk people proud. I don't know what you're talking about. Not, I'm not saying it defensively. I, I really, you, you should have elaborated. I don't remember what I said. Because uh, I do five shows a week plus all these other shows. I don't know. Um, Thanagar. What did I would have said Thanagar for? i'm sorry dog i'm drawing a blank i wish i could remember uh because i want to laugh too evie says the manager who called the police on those black guys in philly definitely lied on those men it now comes out that she has been problematic towards her black employees yeah i saw that in the daily mail they found an ex-employee she's a black woman she was like that woman denied me promotions and she always used to be uncomfortable around black people and she would call the cops on black people all the time and it was like a running issue in the store right i was like oh this ain't the first time she's done this most black people knew immediately it was like okay i know exactly who this woman is you do this all the time yeah and this is why these dudes got done wrong and she it also came out that she waited two minutes before calling the cops 
two minutes how am i loitering for two minutes anyway but what happened to starbucks isn't a starbucks problem but a racism problem the same thing happened in another starbucks days later in california and just recently two black guys had the police called on them at la fitness yeah i read about that and they were gym members when the police showed up even the police didn't understand why they were being kicked out how do races uh how racist do you have to be to even confuse the police i can't imagine the amount of money and manpower wasted behind racist people calling the cops over nothing yeah they did an article that i seen somebody posted was saying that that some of the police places are like bulk of our calls are white people being scared we you know we could actually be fighting real fucking crimes right just go to nextdoor.com and you see a bunch of nervous white people whenever a black person moves in it's 2018 you still nervous that some black people exist i don't know these black people up the street it look kind of suspicious to me yes when i pull in for my job in my driveway park my car and walk in the house what could i possibly be up to maybe i'm just casing the whole neighborhood i bought a house to case everybody individually get the fuck out of here right jesus um when the police show the yeah oh and the sad thing is i don't know what the solution is to stop this from happening at least starbucks is trying yeah i think la fitness fired them so i'm cool with that too um the poll was easy uh it seems because uh, we got a very rare 100 percent uh which almost never happens um not with us right but uh the poll was do you think the police had to arrest those black dudes <coughs> no yes there was no other choice or no they could have done something else 100 percent of people think they could have done something else and I, i'm sorry man i i i really i'm not um so uh anti the idea of police is like you know like the most radical people i know that are very much like we don't even need police and shit i'm not that i'm not that you know like there's been situations where i'm glad there was a human being who was licensed with a job to to help in situations i've been in i'm not like correct uh you know i'm not one of those and i'm not saying all this disclaimer because i feel like i need to i'm just i would like to just be clear but um yeah you know like i've been in situations where i'm like i'm glad that officer was there the role the the things when they do their job the way they're supposed to do it it's it's a great service to the community yes it is if if it would work the way it was supposed to work but it doesn't which is why you have so many people that are like fuck it but um i've seen officers use discretion me too so it's just hard for me to believe there's no discretion involved in this like it's just it's hard for me to buy that now I, I refuse to buy it i think far too often we look at the end result we start judging backwards like you know this had to happen because it did happen and i think rationally it helps us to make sense of the world like we feel less threatened when we can feel like well a happens and then b happens and then c happens right that's how it's supposed to go but a lot of times the situation where a b and c don't happen and they find ways and and the only times that it goes quote unquote according to plan is when it's us i'm like why the fuck why is the plan always to put us on ice i don't think i don't think that's right so you know i I understand it's a tough job man i'm not trying to knock the the profession but like that's your job you chose that i didn't choose to be black i walked into starbucks and just wanted to wait on my friend you know there had to be something in between taking me to jail till one in the morning and and uh leaving a starbucks especially when that friend got there and said we will leave and we'll handle this with starbucks later right like that meant you didn't have to arrest them you really didn't like i'm i'm sorry but i can't see it another way i wish i could but i can't uh 
steven thompson said nothing against the poetry at the beginning of the show but i'm so glad you brought some lyrics back especially if it's fonte new tigolo new tigolo new tigolo nc all day nigga i hear you steven that that the fonte is my shit mm-hmm. new tigolo new tigolo 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 uh angela says angela says i believe people have asked rye about the books you read or are reading do you have a goodreads account that you can share what's a goodreads i don't know i'm sorry angela i don't even know what that is is that like a spotify for books yeah like yeah is that like yeah what is that is that like a a social media thing like i i sign up like i have facebook but with books i don't know yeah you have to let us know why doesn't facebook have that already book is in the name idiots andrew butt says hi yeah, rodney somebody said oh. it's like uh yelp <coughs> yeah, like yelp for books oh so i like review the book mm-hmm. mm. that that seems too smart for me i feel like i'm not smart enough to be guys i don't feel like i'm a great reader you know what i mean i just want y'all to understand 90 percent of what i read is comic books and then like two or three times a year i read some serious shit about slavery because i gotta stay on these white people ass but other than that <laughs> other than that i just want to see if captain america can win you know what i mean so i'll i don't know uh <laughs> i just try to mention it on the show and then people can go find it and if they ask me on social media i'll try to guide them to the whatever book they remember me talking about uh angela says i believe people have asked oh wait oh, why am i reading her stuff twice uh andrew says hi rod and karen just wanted to thank karen for the uncivil podcast recommendation a lot of people hit me up about that i'm so glad y'all i love that and, and, and they're short y'all they're like 30 minutes mm-hmm. so you literally can fly through them like if you stream them up like back to back to back that's what i had to do back to back to back mm-hmm. and you kind of pop them out and then some of them are lighter than others some of them are heavier than others um some of them will make you think you'd be you'd be like well shit i didn't know the history of this so shit i didn't know the history of that it's very very educational to hear some of the stuff that they're talking about particularly with the civil war i don't know just something about that time in the era that is on a repeat right now truth be told Mm. all the foundation all the root the confederacy and in relationship to the republicans you know it's it's a line that if you're paying attention you can actually see that line some of the same wording and phrasing that they used then and some of the same tactics i use today like it is just it will blow your mind if you really are seeking knowledge and you really not trying to find it, you really don't have the time to actually sit and like read or you don't want to do like the the the, the um the stuff where they read the books through your ears this is something great and and um it's it's by a black dude i don't want to say and a white dude uh but they're both it's amazing to see them go into details like i said they do a lot of history they speak to like the great 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 grandkids of a slave the great 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 grandkids of confederate person like like it it is very very educational so for those of you that checked it out thank you most people have checked it out and loved it and if you're thinking about it and you want to get into history and you just kind of want to dip your dip your your toes in there without actually just jumping all in this is a good thing and when you listen to the podcast they actually suggest books too so i'm gonna kind of go back and uh get a list of the books that they've suggested but they actually suggest books too um he goes on to say i'm a former history and anthropology academic i'm really enjoying the latest episode and have added it to my podcast rotation 
kel b says my initial reaction to starbucks announcing that diversity training day shut down was damn how y'all gonna punish me i'm a potential victim of your racist employees <laughs> right i know man i need to start going in there trying to start some incidents see if i can get paid too no i'm going there sit down with no pants on or something they'd be like you gotta get out and be like because i'm black huh y'all see this white people get the film and get the cameras out it's about to go down that's i will i will not allow this black man i'm gonna walk in the door like it's about to go down mm-hmm. everybody <laughs> get your cameras rolling mm-hmm. i just want a strawberry frappe and a piece of pound cake just 25 dollars. i'm good i'm gonna buy a shirt to say white lives definitely do not matter mm-hmm. at all to me Mm-mm-mm. i'm like excuse me uh all you white people i'm mm-hmm. gonna I, I will take him out of here mm, I'm, no I'm, need I'm, to call the police I'm gonna walk up in the black identity extremist and I am here to demand reparations immediately. Mm-mm. I did see a video. Of I dude. will not be doing no interviews with you. I'm just letting you know this. Oh, I'll take all the money for myself then. When I get paid from this Starbucks money, they're guilty. Uh, I did see a, a, a video online though where a dude came in and asked for a free coffee for reparations and they gave it to him. And I was like, damn, I just never thought to ask. <laughs> Could have been on this shit excuse me i like these nikes for you know what you did all right sir what size (laughs) i'll take those lebrons in a size 12 we we even you and me even steve but foot locker can never rest um (laughs) andrew says uh uh oh wait i mean kel b says my initial reaction to starbucks announcing that diversity train oh wait i read this too what am i doing today um oh he says it seems like overkill to close all the locations nationwide at once then it occurred to me this is in the essence their own protest to force everyone's attention to this being an american problem yep so many white people white folks are going to be butthurt on 529 yep i already seen the comments i see you starbucks lol i can't wait to see the new post diversity coffee cup artwork though golden right, let's oh, go. I, I go buy one let me tell y'all something don't do that it ain't gonna do nothing but make y'all mad okay i don't know if, i don't know if black people at least the black people that we fuck with i don't know if we understand how extreme we are y'all niggas ain't gonna like no like white hand shaking a black hand cup y'all gonna want like the wakanda forever sign on them cups come on come on <laughs> to trial on that bitch and then somebody's still gonna be mad like wow y'all gonna take the black man's work <coughs> and put it on a white coffee cup even though it's the black man's work created by two white men back in the 1960s for a white company y'all can't believe this shit this appropriation like it's not like ain't nobody gonna be happy if they do that shit but i nice i would laugh my ass off though but y'all know y'all go it's gonna be somebody woke and mad now if they do the wakanda cross just just, just some black hands with a cross on a white backdrop i'm buying that cup it's forever somebody woke and mad there's gonna be people woke and mad if they do something always somebody woke some of y'all niggas need to go to sleep some the, of y'all are just permanently woke my favorite people are gonna be the the conservative christians that's like y'all won't close on jesus birthday but y'all are closed to learn racial diversity this was wrong with your happy holidays cups <laughs> <laughs> lesbians all in y'all commercials this why i don't this why i go to dunkin donuts and I drink they swill pushing this gay agenda in my face with these coffee cups ma'am ma'am uh that's just regular green or uh, 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 red uh confetti that we always use for christmas how do we get here <laughs> i love yes, that there's no colors marcy says i love that kendrick album even though it's clearly got nothing to do with me but i can rec oh you must be white and you know what uh, i appreciate you saying that but i can recognize a masterpiece of art when i hear it i will shed nothing but happy tears for his accomplishment and have a good time laughing at all the other whites acting to look like racist little babies 
i know it's so funny what white people get mad about i guess people are privileged because men do this with all you know all down the spectrum you know what i mean it's so funny what they chose to get choose to get mad about i guarantee them po- fucking policies come out every fucking year they do and ain't nobody ever gave a fuck about who they gave any of that shit to and it's not like oh so-and-so run the poster i better go listen to their you know their their songs i better go listen to that postmodern jazz boutique like right, no, that's all this jazz and classical they said that's all that's been fucking winning since whenever they started this bitch right it's not like you go to the fucking the grammys come around and we like album of the year that polis are winning artists like we never care about this shit and then all of a sudden it's kendrick and motherfuckers like i why i never oh boy you know that was like kendrick who's a kendrick i he's not on the 45 top jazz list that i listen to make policers great again come on uh trey writes in time will tell if starbucks is really sincere about changing we will just have to wait and see the main thing is to never stop holding them other companies and people accountable when they do racist fuckery like this thank you guys for saying what you said about us reading and studying our history even the tough triggering parts if we don't study it we are doomed to repeat it yes yeah i'm gonna be honest i'm not worried about us repeating it i'm gonna worry about them repeating it because we didn't do nothing wrong the first time you know what I mean? like, right. i'm gonna I'm worry about them not teaching these white folks <laughs> i mean i want to know for dangerous. my own peace of mind and i want to know because i want to know but like really 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 white kids need to be learning this shit it's not right that they don't know because them motherfuckers are the only ones with the power to truly repeat anything you know uh so happy for kendrick winning the Pulitzer whispers he would have got one for the black panther soundtrack too uh co-sign uh uh, uh, co-sign on the term limits too karen uh thank you too for keeping me sane in an insane world one love trey swindu thanks man thank you eve says i refuse to believe diamond and silk visits anybody's salon because they are the same tie those are the same tie lace fronts they've been wearing since the the the, the, they started dancing really that 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 shortcut that's a wig too y'all not the one not the the you know what i'm talking about the short one with the gold trim that that look like it's only this long that's a wig that's a fucking wig too Mm -hmm. honey wigs that came a long way baby i hope you know i don't be knowing i ain't gonna honey, lie honey 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 they got wigs that can you can do a beautiful thing you can have hair down to your ass one day hair to your ear the next day you can have tony braxton tomorrow it's whatever the fuck the, a wig can make you be i'm every woman it's all in me i i had no idea y'all anything you want now baby i, I mean because I, I do it through this wig <laughs> you could be anybody <laughs> I, I thought when i saw the uh new video like the newest one the one where they were complaining and the one of them had the like real short hair with the highlights in it i was like oh she must have went to uh a beauty salon to get that done yeah you get that done to your real hair but no that's not her hair wow looks hey i trust y'all more than i trust me i don't know shit i, I mean i watched um walking dead and i i didn't know y'all it was a problem with heath hair until y'all said something so yeah because because the thing about it i'll just say like they have different types of wig and uh miss mar brought up a, a good thing if you get like synthetic wig mm. hair it shines it has like a certain shimmer a shine mm. to it did you be like that's not real hair you know and the real one the real hair like the ones beyonce wear are extremely expensive remember that's why we read these articles about people robbing like the wig shop and the hair shop them shits is high oh i absolutely believe you i that's not yeah that's not even what i'm saying i i just didn't know just didn't know 
I was like, they, ain't, they come that short too. They, they actually Google it. For you Sorcery. don't believe, Google it. So y'all think it's like a, uh, beautician shop, uh, boycott of these women? They can't go nowhere? Jay was like, no, right. seen y'all on the YouTube. No, ma'am. Yeah. Oh my God. That's they, they got their niece doing their hair cause she ain't got no choice. Yeah, such goons. Come in, girl, and do my hair. Do I, mama, do I got, go on in there and do your auntie hair. Their hair is the long hair version of whatever is going on with Jermaine Jackson's head. I guess oh, oh, oh swinging coming from the top rope. Oh, oh, and it do it looked like he just slicked his hair. Now I don't understand what's happening with his hair. Mm, I just can't believe you were slander Jermaine Jackson by comparing on the diamond and silk. Um, but yeah, I guess that Cooney is a pain enough if they haven't got new wigs yet. That's true. These are the same hairstyles. Funny how quick they were to cry racism when it happened to them. These chicks can go straight to hell i feel you <laughs> and the poll was uh should diamond and silk have been taken off of uh facebook yes or no 50 50 let me tell you something man uh evie said i only voted yes because i'm petty ah! let me tell you why i respect the fuck out of that evie one because it's the truth okay two most people morality only extends to do i like this person or not that's just how most of us are operating in this world i'm not saying it's fair or right i try to be better than that myself when i can be but sometimes i really be like Mm-mm, nah i not for you you know what I mean? <laughs> like i understand this was fucked up but you paying the price is not the one i'm willing to die for oh and koki wrote in a comment um that says uh i'm embarrassed do they have any shame at all i'm embarrassed for them since they don't have seem to have the sense enough to know how they look to us remember when our grandparents warned us not to shame our family and our people diamond silk didn't get the message apparently Mm-mm. yeah i don't even feel like an embarrassment or empathy for them to be honest it's more like i'm just almost 100 cents sure that just it's just an act i'm i'm not like i can never be a hundred percent because you don't know a person you just know what you see at that work right but something about them feels like this shit is just like man we getting paid we don't care if we fucking up black people we not like you don't feel embarrassed for us because we don't care right don't feel ashamed for us we don't feel we don't we not ashamed of this and these white people dumb enough to keep giving us money to say stupid shit we just gonna say exactly what they want to hear and all the way to the bank and it's sad but i really think that's what's happening here correct uh last episode was i walking dead recap maggie joins the 53 percent charles says i enjoyed the fathom events showing of the walking dead and fear the walking dead the theater where i watched it in greenville south carolina was almost full too i wonder when we're gonna see the numbers for that how much did they make i wonder i don't know it was great to watch without commercials the crowd was pretty tame though there was an occasion negan whistles some chair cheers some shouts of surprise but not nearly as boisterous as it might have been yeah it wasn't like watching tyler perry with black people no you ain't gonna get that that's that's not the same crowd that's mm-hmm. not the same target of the audience didn't really notice many people being uh doing cosplay either might have been kind of hard to do that on sunday night thoroughly enjoyed your recap i was extremely disappointing it was extremely disappointing that maggie and daryl joined the 53 percent civil war here we come oh and don't think i don't think jesus is really on board with the 53 percent plan 
yeah he, he yeah jesus just ain't i don't know it, just, don't it wouldn't jesus, make sense for him to be down yeah i don't think jesus is either because the whole time that they maggie was talking just the way they filmed it they, they literally just filmed the back of his head and he never said that i was in she would say stuff he'd be like that's a fact like like right. he would te- he would agree with the fact that your statement is true you know it's been noted but not at one time did he say i'm down uh, right. with this motherfucking plan fireworks says i agree jesus comes off like a therapist he lets you talk your shit analyze everything and tries to talk you off the ledge right she taught morgan in the walker halfway across the country he sure did all the way to texas fireworks says hey rod and karen help me out here first off great episode great greater recap maybe i missed or overlooked a few things and looking for clarity what was the significance of a lonely stained glass uh hanging from a tree two miles southeast of west bubblefuck oh that was because at the beginning of the almost at almost at the beginning of the season or the beginning of of this half they would show clips particularly when carl was dying they would show clips of rick sitting there that same facial expression stuff glimmering they actually would show the glass window like they've actually even it will be short snippets but they've kind of dropped this vision in there several times and so this is the they're showing you we showed you this in carl's dream or whatever the fuck to show you that this is the moment yeah i don't think there's any significance to why it was there i think he's asking why oh. who did that and why was it even there okay well then in that case no but yeah. but but i was just that you know like that that was the the point you know of yeah it. Uh, to, uh, the, yeah the only thing it did was exactly what karen said make me know that oh this must be where rick the the ultimate showdown happens because we saw this close up of rick's face and him saying my mercy prevails over my wrath right um we saw that already so it was like and it was at a tree that looked just like this correct secondly the cast we have do you feel it's too large or do you feel that with different communities we have on the show it makes sense i mean how many times have we seen jesus uh this second half of the season sometimes some of the characters don't say shit or just not around makes you wonder why at least some of the people weren't killed in the finale i do too i do look forward to season nine though love you guys fireworks p.s where the hell was judith during the war um somebody must have been uh carrying her too um here's the thing um i don't think the cast is too large because um they had a big cut down whenever uh uh they shot everybody with them bullets they lost a lot of people well in the house they didn't lose everybody but remember how what, what main characters did they lose do you feel oh not main characters but well they, i think when they talk to Cass, i think he's talking more main characters i don't think he's oh, just talking about okay. people whose names we don't know okay um i was gonna say i don't think it's getting too big because i read the comics and it's only gonna get bigger like because the whole thing is a world building show it's not right. it's not a show about you know eight people surviving like it used to be and there was only so much they could do with that and i feel like they kind of exhausted all the what can a small band of people do together they kind of exhausted all that so the only thing left is how do you rebuild society and i am interested in that um and finding out how groups work what new groups it does what um and you know the catch that comes with every group because there's always some catch because they do things a little differently than you do some catch so i i I kind of want to see more and i thought one of the things that was kind of uh cool about the show that we don't get as much in the comics was meeting oceanside and seeing oh they have a shoot on site um policy right uh meeting uh the junk the cons with the we don't we 
we uh take we don't bother you know like to see the other um things you know problem was you know they were very one note and we didn't they you could tell they never wrote about it in the comics and they didn't truly t- plan to expand it right um on the show but you know i don't mind i, I don't mind that element of it and uh the cast is gonna get bigger yes. uh because the threats are gonna get bigger and all that shit and we'll just spend a little less time with each group and maybe that also will uh make people feel a little less annoyed when you're not spending as much time on one story or another you're kind of spreading it around but and you can actually speed up the stories too hopefully but people will always have a problem with this show at this point i, th- I just think it's the nature of the show so correct um uh monty says i want you right like for example i'm not not to point you out but even when you said like where was judith nobody gives a fuck you know what i mean during that during the, like nobody was looking around like oh my god i really care about where judith is in the middle of this battle none of us gave a fuck but that's kind of what the show brings out in people and i i don't know maybe it's just because it's the z-pac or or what but like you know if they would have shown one second of judith we wouldn't have really gave a fuck like it didn't make me feel one way or the other uh but i think this show invites stuff like that you know well why didn't you say this why didn't you do this because we know every decision could be death correct and that puts every decision on the table to be looked at and that's one thing the show thrives at making us ask those questions but it also kind of falters at the fact that when you don't like the answer it's kind of like fuck the show you know Amani says i'm with you Rod. handsome savior likes maggie yeah i listened to um podcast fandom and i realized uh his name is al i i don't know why i couldn't memorize that, uh, that me man's name either uh they call him al from philly and they do a bunch of funny accents it's pretty good uh and she likes him back but she just mad he, she wants to uh fuck him wait okay she likes him back but she's just mad that she wants to fuck him back but she's feeling guilty about glenn already she still got a gut full of glenn uh and i'm gonna miss crazy eyes rick and murder morgan maybe he'll follow jared to black lightning and <laughs> and uh well morgan's not oh murder morgan yeah i guess uh yeah well he's on fear i'm you know uh and he and lala can compare notes over seeing dead people <laughs> i would love to see morgan talk to lala you see that'd be interesting conversation you see him too i see who you're talking about you shouldn't have killed that man but you had to i'm not right (laughs) i know he him talking and and looking going you know what it is right you gonna sell these good old-fashioned regular drugs you know what it is i'm gonna get on these corners trap for you right and everybody looking like oh all y'all motherfuckers is crazy be trapping with a spear and shit oh he be fucking people up he be selling all the drugs black lightning don't make me pull out my spear um anyway even he says i think the handsome savior may be the key to ending this potential civil war all he needs to do is lay it on maggie one good time because good dick will either make you crazy or it'll make you calm the fuck down oh lord Mm-mm-mm. ain't that sad you gonna reduce her to just needing to get some dick that's sad because you know uh michonne was probably putting it on rick all this time he still was out here in these streets murdering motherfuckers couldn't help himself but i guess he did come back from the brink so maybe you got some maybe on or something i don't know maybe everybody just need to have a little more sex but it could go bad though you you thinking of all the positive ways it could go but you know maggie might get some dick and and lose her damn mind and, and they could make you slap somebody and be out here ready to slap rick yeah do we really need to see that no 
um but yeah uh and since maggie is in crazy mode right now i think an injection of vitamin d will help uh maybe uh the same can be said for the p look at rick every time he and michonne have their talks rick stars acting rational she was holding hands maybe hmm. you can't tell me michonne isn't giving rick that good good so if the handsome savior can't work his magic on maggie as miss smart would say she's the feds da wonder if rick and michonne would have a baby in the z-pop mm, i don't think they will that would be a good topic to broach in the next season it would be if rick because rick just lost his son you know if he tried some quiet play shit and be like what if we have another baby wonder what michonne would say if they would make it through that if she was like hell no i had two kids and lost them right i don't know that'd be a good conversation uh i carly says bruh is it me or has this been the longest pregnancy ever like i had a baby and and 39 weeks is a long ass time but this is witchcraft because maggie ain't even showing like where the boobs or the hip spread god damn it where's the belly i need answers sway maybe that's why they're gonna do a um a time jump jump. Mm -hmm. the whole plot to kill rick ain't gonna work i hope they know that so y'all so is that how y'all took it because i did not take it as them either as them killing rick i took it as killing negan yeah as them just being like he ain't gonna be able to protect negan forever and one day we will get in there and kill this motherfucker whether he want us to or not right rick got that fucking commander of the door miller j on his arm she gonna kill for her man never mess with a black woman and her man now that was the fucked up part where she threw michelle under the bus yeah because she hugged him and let her run up there she was mm-hmm. like uh you don't want to run up there right now that uh that won't end well she was like and michelle too i was like oh excuse you <clears throat> do you think jesus is down with maggie's cool yes or no 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 86 percent, which means 14 percent say yep got two comments leslie says if maggie really wanted to kill negan she should have done it herself but sean holding her couldn't have stopped her after all this fighting and killing you don't think she could have gotten away from her uh same with daryl jesus and rosita watching nick some of none of them stepped up to help rick they wanted rick to kill him i think the others beside maggie wanted to fight and stop there's has to be something after this yeah yeah i also feel like um that happened because um rick they left the decision in rick's hands and they just thought he was gonna go one way but once he chose the other way hey man he shouldn't have left it in his hands because y'all could have helped y'all was right behind him ev says i think he is with maggie simply because the writing has been so inconsistent in the last season he's not even as cool as he is in the comics he was a kung fu fool now he's a chump damn that's a good point though uh well he gets to do some kung fu in the next you know coming around if uh, if they do what i what what they did in the comics so um all right we got some voicemails let me uh get to these um i think we had like four of them this week so we'll see. I haven't, I haven't pre-screened these, so hopefully y'all on the up and up. Okay. That's my All right. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Yeah, somebody butt down. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna leave. Hopefully nobody was calling to be like, I'm gonna record this record my murder or something we just haven't been yeah, the we're last gonna, we're gonna delete it before we get that far hi robin karen this is samantha i'm a very long time listener i think i started listening the only reference point i can really remember is 
before you guys had um, the transitional songs between mm. each segment. So I can't remember how long ago that is. That sounds a really long time. I have one question. And the question is, what happened to the chill? Mm. All right. Hopefully you can give me an answer. I've been wondering because I stopped listening for a little bit after I had my daughter because I stopped going to work. So that's the main time I would listen to your show. But I'm back on it. Catching up. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. She's doing good, y'all. Yeah, I and by the way, I don't know what happened. Uh, I know she used to call us all the time, but you know we do more shows now. I don't know if she keeps up. Um, uh, when we were down in Miami, we tried to get up with her, but uh, we just couldn't find a time that worked for both of us to see right. each other. Um, and I think sometimes she used to, she would call into like where's my forty acres and stuff for a while. So I don't know, you know, she's still around, but life, you know, life. Mm. Um, and as always, man, the way I view life is like everything got a season you know right. and you know authenticity is more important than, than than anything else so it's like if uh if they if people come and go with the show that's fine you know oh, yeah, I, we're content with that yeah i don't i don't clock anybody's like oh you're mm-hmm. premium now you're not right. i don't clock anybody's oh we i saw you live tweeting the show but now you're not like yeah it, we don't force you to be here yeah if, if people want to come and kick it we just make a place where you can do that and if you uh find something else a better fit or you move on or or you just get busy or whatever perfectly fine you know right, so you, yeah you have no obligation sometimes i think people feel that way because people are like well i'm like even she said she was behind that's fine like like we don't take it personal if people get behind we don't take it personal people take time off we don't take it personal if one minute we're your favorite podcast you find somebody else and they become your favorite podcast like we know there's room for everybody and we and we know also that what we do ain't for everybody yeah and i don't want people listening out of obligation and guilt that's not really my thing anyway you know like i if you if you're listening you're having a good time that's really what's important and correct that's how i run my life like i'm not hanging out with anybody because they try to make me feel obligated about it i if i hang out with you then you know that's because i really do find you to be a, a good person in yeah, a good and time I, yeah and i want to be there right so um that's how we operate the show so and anyway um not, and that's not to assume anything about chill either just you know i i didn't ask and no pressure like no pressure like it, she was to call in and that was cool for a time Paula alert was cool for a time um you know there's a bunch of stuff we do where we're like all right for now we'll do this and that's kind of the show's kind of like jazz that way you know but the jokes are the baseline next voicemail oh god Hey, Rod and Karen, this is Iman. Um, I'm here with my husband, and we were about to listen to the Walking Dead recap, and he told me that he skips the poems. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll see how you do. Mm. I'm going to tell him. It's like, I'm going to tell Rod and Karen that you skip the poems. It's like these deep, deep poems. Sometimes they're funny, but he's missing out. So, okay. <laughs> it's not that season. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am ridiculous, but that's why you love me. But also, I'm disappointed because Morgan's voice doesn't sound like your Morgan voice. I, he showed me the the um the finale, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna hear this Morgan voice in person. 
out. And then Morgan's just talking like a regular old black man. And I was like, man, I was disappointed. I was like, I want him to sound like Rod. <laughs> Rick, I gotta go, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I wanted to sound. It's like, you're Morgan's voice. No shade to Lenny James. He's an amazing actor. He really is. But I was, I was really looking forward to that old, like, his escaped slavery voice. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> but that was all oh wait no also during Bay Kala I loved her imagery cause I'm it, like when all the pyramids and when she did her projection of herself on the top of the pyramid I was like yes you are the golden cap on top of the pyramid Beyonce it's all you but alright that's all love you guys uh, uh thank you Amon. thank you and it's okay if he skips them she was like, no it's not okay greg no i'm gonna go completely opposite of the email mm-hmm. or the call before i'm guilting your ass greg okay you need to listen to these poems for your edification okay you know you ain't living right Mm-mm, you got too bad allow these greats to enhance your brain Mm-mm. um but no nah, i don't care if you skip the poems it's fine <laughs> it's just so it's for me anyway really it's really for us oh, the whole show's really for us it's just we do this whether y'all record we record or not we just sit in the room for two hours and talk um then the morgan voice thing that's how he sound to me i don't know that's how i hear that's how he sound to me too so i don't know he sound he does sound like i gotta go rick he sounds like that to me um and but i guess if he sounded slavey uh i that would not be okay so if you found if you find that my morgan impression sounds a little slavey yeah i would not want lenny james to to do no, that I, yeah just do his regular voice then i don't need the problems okay and um yeah the beach cello is great i mean you know we all knew that come on uh <laughs> oh man she did come out in that egyptian shit though i was like oh man i hope she don't go hotel on us she would have came out there and been She's like a queen that's why mm-hmm. Hi, Rod and Karen. It's Jen from Brooklyn. Just calling to say that I love you guys. Thank you for everything that you do. It's been a while since I've called. And it's like I always want to call y'all on, like, Sunday. And I'm like, okay, well, what if something happens on Tuesday or Wednesday? <laughs> and I wait. And then Saturday comes around. The feedback show already came out. So here I am, early morning Saturday, to tell y'all that you're killing it. Um, I love you. Uh, thank you for the Walking Dead recap. Thank you for the beauty cello recap everything you guys are the bomb um and i hope you have a great 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 week bye oh thank you jen thank you baby it's so weird how many people still like the like watch the walking dead or at least listen to our recaps like because i every time i look at the ratings i'm like i guess nobody's watching this shit but us but the clearly down, the downloads say otherwise yeah clearly people still watching i mean you know I, I, i'm not saying you shouldn't i, I love i love the show but and for a lot of people it's story time like a lot of people be like yes it's i want to hear the storylines like i was uh i went to the basketball court this morning and this dude was like um oh man i listened to your podcast and i was like oh you did man i appreciate that and uh he was like found out my wife already listens i was like damn for real That's <laughs> like small world right and he was like yep she love pop culture politics she love uh the walking dead recaps and what well, was just another person being like i love y'all walking dead recaps and i'm always like wow people really do <laughs> like people still enjoy it so mm, i thought like it was cool people listen to you and bossy do this too much most watch but everybody show, watch this is us some people might some people listen oh. like me and oh. i don't watch the show oh you listen to it all right yes all right 
I might be behind, but I do listen. And like I say, I don't watch the show. Like I listen to the one where y'all talking about that little girl, Deja, if I'm not mm-hmm. pronounce her name right. Yeah, but I said don't like Deja. Right. And it was, uh, precious to hear y'all talk about her and her background and all that stuff. I just was just listening to y'all tell the story like I was there. Well, we doing Atlanta at four o'clock today, guys. Um, all right. Let's get to, by the way. So Vasi's not on Twitter and stuff right now. Uh, so uh this is cute last night i text her like don't eat no romaine lettuce because I, I was like Please she might don't. not know because she might not get the tweets I'm, i don't want you to die none of, we don't care if it's the heart the leg the elbow don't eat none of that goddamn throw it all out right that was like I, she was the first person i thought i was like it was like almost i don't know 10 11 o'clock at night and it just i just thought about it for a second i was like oh, yeah we're getting up to oh my gosh she might be eating a salad right now i might save her life i so. know she's trying to be healthy and shit Mm-mm. oh my god anyway um hey rod and karen this is an email from Kay who says i'm a huge fan of your show started listening a few years back following a birthday trip to new orleans my friend was playing your podcast in his car and i was certified hooked oh shout out to those each one teach one shout out to your friend baby anywho i wanted to uh oh was y'all coming from essence fest where was y'all coming from new orleans birthday trip all right anyway i wanted to share a picture of my yorkie which should brighten your day her groomer recently returned her back to me with a 53 percent haircut oh no you don't see that swoop that her dog is looking at her like i want to speak to the manager oh no <laughs> that dog really got one eye covered and everything that dog was told by apple care for sure oh my right. god i oh. demand better dog food oh that dog will call the police on two black men for sitting and drinking coffee he they, for not drinking coffee they will that, that they can't wait to call 911 come on uh <laughs> uh sorry if it's a bit blurry but i had to snap it quick because she kept moving enjoy sincerely k thank you uh, k that's hilarious oh my god i would make this dog the show art for the show i, I just don't know if we have permission to do it so i'm not right i would literally that's the cutest thing make ever. this 53 percent dog <laughs> the 53 percent dog that's so that's so adorable uh he be telling on the black dogs at the, at oh who knows we might can find we might can find a 53 percent dog haircut on google you know white <laughs> folks post shit everywhere man you put 53 percent dog in google you gonna i don't know what that shit gonna return um gwen writes in nicknames hey rod and karen i'm an older person who loves the show just wondering have you come across a good nickname for 45 i'm not media savvy not out not on all the outlets if it's not already out there what about benedict donald that's pretty good though that's actually really good i mean i don't have any nicknames for them. I, all the ones i have are Mm-mm. not to be typed uh if, if it's unique and catchy use it if you want keep telling y'all's truth nc gwen thanks gwen if i remember i'll try to use it but i don't really you want to know something like this is not and this is not me trying to sound revolutionary or so woke or whatever but it's the truth i really don't like calling him anything but president trump i really do want people to sit in this mm-hmm. like they did that yes, they did. you know people i mean do what you do people should do whatever that makes them feel comfortable coping with this shit but um this is america to me you know what i mean like this is america this is uh like to me president isn't necessarily honorific as a job if what makes it honorific is if you live up to the job and you do a good job then we we look back at those people fondly but it's just a title you know what i mean and he is the president of the united states 
and white people wanted that and you know i I, like nothing's wrong with the you know mango mussolini and all this the jokey kind of names you know 45 but something about that always feels a little like pejorative and dismissive of the office in a way that is not about to me i don't want to do it because i don't want to dismiss the power that people have put in his hands of an overtly evil evil man um so i i don't have any nicknames for it you know what i mean like but i but don't let me stop you you know what i'm saying this is just my like i don't know if people have noticed it on the show but i've never mango mussolini or uh you know the pp president or whatever people are calling them because it's not a joke to me you know it's just not man I, I didn't think i'd be here two years later but i i haven't found anything funny about this dude as president i i'm adamantly against everything he proposes i think he's made the world a more dangerous place i think he's uh put my life my friends lives uh, a lot of people i care about a lot of marginalized people he put their lives in danger i don't you know i use humor to cope with a lot of things that's not the way i use human to cope with trump the only way i can use human to cope with trump is that when we cover him on the show i put it in that y'all's man and we go over the articles very quickly because i don't have the wherewithal to examine the minutiae of every little decision because he's so scandalific i know that's not a word he's but he's so full of scandals so full of lies you'll drive yourself mad trying to keep up and cover every detail you know you cut on the news and everything's always breaking news because it's always breaking news trump this breaking news trump that and people keep waiting for him to like have this moment of the epiphany or fold and he just comes out and keeps lying to you he's a con man that's what he does so um you know uh i just never wanted to soften the seriousness of how i feel about this administration and this man and the racist he's placed put in place the the bigotry he's spreading the he's he's just the antithesis of everything that i believe in so um i call him president trump because i want people to understand that that's it's that serious you know and and honestly i'm not i i get everybody else's take on it i've never even talked about this before uh which is funny we've been doing this show for so long i've never this is the first time i ever saying this out loud but you know i completely understand why other people think it's funny but something about his rise to power being on the back of people thinking it was a joke made me immediately say i won't be joking about this dude you know not in that way and and god bless the people who who can make it funny i watch the daily show they're good yes the president show good you know like there's comedians uh some snl stuff sometimes there's comedians and stuff who are really able to make this shit funny mm-hmm. and and i and i and i know if i was paid to do it or i had to do it i'm sure i could be funny about it but since uh it's our show and we can do what we want i just don't want to make jokes about the dude i don't want to make it seem like i don't want to feel light i don't want to feel lighthearted because to me there's nothing that he motherfucking does that's lighthearted right and i and i totally understand the disdain because a lot of people feel like you know you know it's funny (laughs) a lot of black people now feel the disdain that white people felt for the office when obama took place took took the office because 
but they those white people only felt that way because their white supremacy made them go this office is not to be taken seriously if a nigger's in it right but black people feel that way because we're like if y'all would put an unqualified racist in charge uh of the country after one of the most uh competent presidents one of the most competent presidents um then then why should we take it serious and i completely relate to all that shit so this ain't preaching at y'all this ain't telling y'all what to do but if you've been listening to the show then hope and you and you did have the question then then now you know we we just don't find it i I don't find it to be funny and i'm the person that picks the articles and the topics so i'm you know he's president trump and and fuck him yeah we talk about things but i just know me when his name is brought up i'm like fuck that nigga yeah everything like that's my answer he always, did something fuck that nigga yeah, there's always a lot of like you know uh mango mussolini and tomato tyrant and you know just all this shit you know and i get it the names are funny please don't get me wrong like yeah. I, y'all don't have nothing against that but i know for me personally like the shit he does is so fucked up that right. i'm like nah, like he's not urkel he's not urkel you know or they have nicknames for urkel and you make jokes about urkel coming over to the house like he's not that he's, right he's in charge he's evil and we should be fighting him with everything we got episode 1662 the right to coon is from uh about this in jc hey y'all so much to unpack here first of all i love you guys and the work you do thank you thank you thank you i just wrote a comment for the first time two weeks ago and hearing you read it made my black ass week for real thank okay you. now to the real diamond and silk weren't actually unfairly targeted per se here's what went down as i understand it according to think progress they had they got a harmful content notice last fall probably because a lot of liberal progressive people report their post they claimed that their page was taken down which it wasn't then in january facebook altered the algorithm to show people more posts from their friends and family and de-emphasize the business corporate page posts across the board right they actually yeah we covered that part on the show yep they actually got more interaction this past march while they were being censored than they did last march and their interactions went up january when they started complaining about censorship mm. from the article things get even more stark when you compare diamond and silk's total interactions to liberal leaning pages that also frequently post video content from march 2017 to march 2018 the total interactions of the rachel maddow show went from 3.3 million to 1.6 million rachel maddow hosts the most widely watched cable news show in america and her page has 2.6 million fans to diamond and silks 1.2 over the same amount of time on facebook the page of the young turks passed the most popular independent provider of liberal video videos online totally total interactions went from 2.3 million to 760,000. wow that's a huge drop yes that is meanwhile interactions on mike's facebook page a left-leaning publisher with 3.8 million facebook friends plummeted from 8.9 million to 475,000. man conservatives are so paranoid about censorship and being targeted by the liberals that complaining about censorship is just a tactic they use for ratings public publicity to boost uh oh for ratings and the publicity boost because the numbers show that the algorithm changes actually hit the left-leaning pages way harder diamond and silk are to tune a family affair lining their pockets some chocolate crooks or auntie auntie coonery giving republicans unneeded wins for pete caucasity lie on the hateration holleration in this coonery they got the job of shucking winging bucking yes sir donna t 
uh also i stumbled across the thread yesterday this thread yesterday and you probably be interested in it's longish it destroys a lot of white myths about meritocracy and our ability to pull ahead in america like most of the studies that confirm shit we already know is infuriating and demoralizing and has me praying to the old gods and the new god that sure gets that center up and running in oakland yeah I, yeah uh that's uh yeah i follow eve ewan um and yeah she she it was an excellent thread um i did read it um but it was about um yeah it's about exactly what you just said it was was, she it was a study that she highlighted um and went to my favorite thing is they went to like the myths of the solutions for the black community and how they aren't really feasible or true like if you bank black we'll do this and it's like well actually if you took all the money put it in the black banks you still wouldn't even touch the worth of these white banks and then even with that money um you know they still wouldn't be able to necessarily give back to the community and all this shit come on you know not so. to the extent that, that anybody would quote-unquote be pleased with much love and continued success you teased a big announcement recently and i can't wait till you guys share it because when you two prosper it makes my day still coming yep yeah we're working on it yep uh y'all can edit this next part out of the feedback show i i'm a, no i'm gonna go ahead and, and read it okay karen i love that yes. you listen to uncivil it's not only a great podcast but it did my heart good to know that while i've been listening to y'all you've been listening to me a little my friend matt works for at gimlet media and reached out to me to help with the theme song oh i'm, I'm the guy singing long john oh shameless plug here but i sing in a band Corey glover did a duet live with me uh live a few years ago i've loved lc since i was in uh high school uh in the 90s and it was a dream come true when i heard him on the blackout test and heard how much of a fan he was i screamed yo i have really been like i need to get him back on the show i've been thinking that lately it's, the universe is talking to me right now i'm gonna i'm gonna do that yeah and i got it's a i need to sit down and make you another list but it's Mm-mm, some no, no yeah cause no, that, just that, my ideas. that's Only what mine. i do i'm <laughs> you will not shut puff daddy down take that take that <laughs> get the yo get the typing secretary yeah that's true every time somebody book karen they i'll I be getting to work um all right you give me the list and we'll figure it out yes sir um and last friday we released a new ep called red black and blue about being black in america and the first single is called anywhere but america mm-hmm. um p.s one day i'll be a subscriber jb um and he put the video in here is this oh is this a video no this is like kanye west can't tell me nothing so i guess it ain't the same video all right we run into the break let me uh actually go to the next segment real quick mm-hmm. and uh well baby i'm excited i didn't know i was listening to you mm-hmm. ain't that something right all i know was that i enjoyed it and i end up getting finding about uncivil through another podcast that was talking about how much she loved it actually through the mtr network mm-hmm. through latoya from sicker sauce yep so yeah it's a small podcasting world man it's, um you know the black independent podcasting space is 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 big but it's small at the same time it's big but it's small yes and everybody kind of i love that people get along and kind of coexist and you get in where you fit in um all right let me get to the next email allegra right said hello, hello you two hello you two the miseducation of americans is an intense subject for me i'm always looking for things to learn and the challenging the misconceptions i grew up with this is why the conversation you two had about how you consume history and knowledge touched my soul y'all have talked on this before but two points stuck out to me in this specific convo 
karen mentioned that she had a certain amount of fear caused by her brush causing her to brush off history i never heard this explanation before in my youth i would have went on some big ass monologue explaining the importance of our history and as a grown-ass black woman i now take a step back and can see how gaining knowledge of how fucked up things really are can be frightening and how much of a thin line people of color particularly black people balance on our history has brought us to not being able to sit in a fucking starbucks without harassment yeah i like that's the thing karen's brought up that point before and i've never tried to pull the guilt trip on her or fuss at her or tell her she was wrong and sadly when i hear people like normally when a person expresses their trepidation about learning black history as a black person you normally do get the guilt trip you know you letting down black people your ancestors died thing and that also becomes part of why the fuck people don't even want to read shit right right, because people like me be like what the fuck you bitch i won't do shit then you know you know like that's kind of my response to that like i'm trying please you you coming over here shut me down is not helping right rather than to be like well let me suggest this or have you tried that you know because you know i really do want black people to learn about their stuff but i'm not gonna force anybody you know i love for black people to vote you know but i'm not gonna it's your right and it's your vote i'm not gonna tell you what to do you know i like it's not up to me to decide what's best for you um and i and i recognize that so like you know with something like this either you come to it on your own time or you never come to it but i understand we've all kind of live under the thumb of this shit and we all have to deal with it in our own ways and it might break some people and it might not for others and you know and now that we're getting to a point where we're getting more entertainment stuff i feel like when it's done by sensitive people right. who aren't just out here to exploit your pain people you know that you can trust i feel like it makes people more encouraged to go learn stuff and to go read about stuff and to go watch stuff so yeah because how how things are presented to you matters a lot mm-hmm. and people have hit me up on social media that says i feel the same way as you do so i know that this feeling that i have i'm not alone and it's not the fact that it's bigger than me not wanting to learn i, I personally am tired of me being force-fed my history by a lot of white folks who don't give an actual shit about my history that a lot of times are twisting it altering it not telling the truth got white saviors in it not telling me about how wonderful and powerful my people are and actually presenting it in the hurt and the pain to me in a certain manner you know because everybody filters do those things differently some people are like ah oh, bring it on i'm here for the pain t-. and some people are like i don't feel like fucking crying all day i don't feel like having a fucking mental breakdown just sitting and, and, and basking and trying to process all of this everybody responds differently to the trauma so for some people their response is like fuck it's fucked up i know it's fucked up you don't have to tell me how people got beat you don't have to tell me how people got raped and they rocked they they families got split up i understand that why do i need to go in depth and details about shit that i quote unquote already know when in reality you don't know anything this is what you've been told also i feel like when people try to promote these things to other people um a lot of times they promote it by telling you how painful it was right and i'm like that's a horrible way to tell somebody to watch something i remember this happened with 12 years a slave right that's why i never watched um everybody was walking out of theater and getting on twitter platform you know platform social media all this stuff 
and they were all being like and i cried the whole time it's like the trailer comes on and you're crying and i'm crying in my popcorn why should i even eat popcorn and i'm crying and 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 you should really go see it it's really good i mean it's so sad but you really and i'm like most people not going to the movies for a sad time Mm-mm. you know but you know the movie was also you know about um you know the the way that this man got his rights taken away and you know the fact that he was a freed man but there was still slavery in the south and he didn't care about slavery that much because he was in the north and then he went down there and was experiencing it and realized how fucked up everything was and um the things he had to learn to do to survive and you know it's more than that you know but yes you may also cry and you know i watched it and it was like it's a good movie a lot of pain a lot of suffering um but for a lot of stuff with black shit i already knew it you know what i mean and i like this was one of those times where i was like okay this was more about people's testing the limit of how sad they would feel and performing online about how how painful it was Mm -hmm. but it was a good movie but uh you know and at the end of the day when uh it was just it just felt like a movie for white people you know they just couldn't believe that that could happen or something my black ass always felt like it could happen felt like it could happen today all right and also it's uh from 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 my personal uh perspective it's one of those things to where um a lot of people particularly on social media disasterbate about sadness Mm -hmm. and slavery and they feel like if i get in my pains and cry you ought to you are you your experience should be just like mine and everybody does not have the same experience and like i said i'm the type of person when they was talking about it guess what they didn't tell me they didn't explain it like you told me they said you're gonna be crying like fuck it i don't want to cry i'm out and i've never watched it and probably never will watch it because of that yeah i mean like i said there's now that we have the internet there's some performative aspects to how we communicate and it just can't be helped we all do it right um but uh yeah i think that's a a thing like you walk out this movie and you want to tell everybody they're gonna want to kill themselves afterwards a lot of people ain't into that Mm -mm. the second point was rod saying that getting the real history validated his suspicions i remember always feeling like something was missing when we would get to the slavery section in the whack-ass history books in high school you mean to tell me that the reconstruction era can be explained in one paragraph containing four sentences i remember looking at that in my advanced placement history book and thinking the hell me too y'all legitimately the exact same thing straight up like i really remember thank god for my parents because i remember reading the slavery section like it was like the civil war was this and then slavery was over and then reconstruction and then the south was i'm like what the fuck happened that quick y'all fixed all that all them people died black people got free and then we just skipped forward to like in the 60s the actually i think industrial revolution and then uh the world war one world war two uh civil rights like i'm like black people don't show up again in this book till 1960 what the fuck happened right <clears throat> but i guess when you know you don't care uh anyway these days if i say i say if you think history is boring then you're doing it wrong thank you for everything you give us you too allegra thank you i agree too and history was boring because it was done to me wrong like i'm gonna tell you right now that was the most boringest shit i was like i don't give a fuck about these white men dying i don't care about the constitution I'm telling you, this is from the perspective of a child i didn't give a fuck about history 
because the way it was presented it was boring a bunch of goddamn reading about people i didn't give a fuck about you didn't tell me how related to me today and all i had to do was take what you did and regurgitate it back to you you didn't have any critical thinking you wouldn't you didn't give me any stories that i gave a fuck about what's funny though is you say that but we know july 4th 19 uh 1776 founding uh you know independence day the founding of the country and shit we know in what 1472 or whatever the fuck columbus sailed the blue or whatever you know what i mean like the shit they want us to know we know right I you know how the pilgrims died you right. know about that roanoke island motherfuckers right and, and the only reason why i know is because you taught it to me i still don't give a fuck about them motherfuckers it's not gonna change the mind that i did not care about the motherfuckers so i did it because i was required to mm. not because i actually wanted to learn about them motherfuckers i ain't give a fuck about christopher columbus or none of them bastards i did not care as a child mm. so for me history was fucking boring i didn't give a shit about history and that's probably one reason why i was an adult i didn't want to watch the shit because i was like this shit was presented to me in the wrong manner and like i know other people who are not history buffs are like i didn't give a fuck about history because the way history was presented to me about a bunch of white folks that was doing white shit about shit that i didn't give a fuck about you didn't talk about the, the, the the negroes you didn't really talk about how they got free you didn't talk about how my people did great things you didn't talk about how indian um native american people did great things you didn't talk about these things so i didn't give a fuck yeah it was like i said for me it was like i gave a fuck about what they wanted us to give a fuck about and it was and because i have my parents i didn't get stuck in the trap of thinking those are the only things you give a fuck about to this day i still meet black people that you know they know that other shit but they don't know black shit but that's just because if you just eat what's fair to you what you know what you're giving that's what you eat right like correct and um history to me was not really i wouldn't say it was necessarily boring quote unquote um but it was very white and it was so white that you pick your highlights you know what i mean like oh the french revolution i just remember let them eat cake and cut niggas heads off like i don't like but that shit wasn't boring because i was like oh they was cutting niggas heads off like i my ears freaked up you know but it's funny because it's just so much shit in history that i feel like school is designed to make it routine make it boring make it paint by the numbers assembly line yeah and we had this assembly line knowledge so we go well history's boring but i'm like if i start quizzing you about stuff it's like oh yeah i heard i know about napoleon you're like that's a nigga trying to take over the world what's boring about that you know world war ii these motherfuckers tried to take over the world they killed all these jewish people ain't nothing boring about that shit like that's scary as fuck you know we dropped yeah. nuclear bombs on japan like shit ain't boring it's only boring if you're told it you know if you're just told it would know would just like you need to notice to pass the test it's like it never happened right. and it's kind of like how when i talk about like how white people get to like grow up and be racist that's one of the reasons we teach them just to pass the test you know but they don't have any context for real life and how things are still going now you know so they basically cling to the things that they're told as you know kids or they're told by their parents and people that are complicit but yeah but now i totally relate to how what you're saying i'm not i don't want to be misconstrued right right right. and so like i said i know for me personally i know that has a lot to do with how i view and why i ran away because like okay if this is gonna be some boring ass shit that 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 i already got an idea well the black history stuff though you didn't 
now last earlier this week you weren't saying that the black history stuff was boring you said you didn't want to deal with the trauma of it right so that's and, that and, to me that's not the same as boring and and, and and the thing is is put like this because i feel like a lot of this shit was being taught to me by white people i think that if it would have been presented to me it still would have been presented in a very boring manner mm. in my opinion because of the people that's presented it to me because the thing about history you have to present history in a way that you can relate it to current things particularly when you're talking to younger people you have to have them understand this shit can repeat this shit can happen again like you said you need to really talk about the highlights have them do things actually use critical thinking skills you got to get them engaged i think i was never engaged Mm -hmm. because the way it was presented to me here's what you got to memorize here's a test take your test next topic here's what you got to do here's what you got to memorize take your test next topic i've never went into a class where it was presented in a matter where it piqued my attention as a child so since it never piqued my attention as a child why would it pique my attention as an adult well what's interesting about that too is um I, you're like you're absolutely right in the fact that even the black history shit they chose because it's through a white lens they do choose the docile kind of routine black history even though these things are phenomenal achievements like i'm not knocking them but they do you know okay charles drew okay um uh benjamin banneker okay um george washington carver jr like uh like it's a lot of that like oh we'll, we'll 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 give you a list of like some say some negroes for you to learn you know but yeah. i guess when i when i in my mind because i've just always been a very imaginative person i would read these stories and i'm like what was life like for like how can martin luther king jr be this jesus figure but y'all killed him ain't nothing boring about y'all killing him you know like i can't there's no amount of ways you can tell me that story that i would find the execution of this man to be born yeah and so like they would so what they did was they changed the figure and the way he taught him to be the turn the other cheek peaceful jesus figure and because we already have christianity in america it's almost a very like oh yeah i can accept that like uh, they killed jesus of course they killed martin luther king he's like american's jesus um and and then by that nature it becomes boring because i know jesus story and i've been living that my whole life so i'm like yes heard this before you know but it's it is interesting though because you're making me you made me think about how they do make you want to feel bored by or traumatized enough to be like i don't even want to learn this shit right and then you get older and that's when you know you really realize you know one that's a lie and then two um how important this shit is right and also i think for me when you get the 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 the, the smooth list of 20 negroes that you can actually talk about or even out of those 20 negroes you know like uh harriet tubman i didn't learn about the great things that she did until i was a fucking adult Mm -hmm. that bitch was out here running shit but the way they represented her to us they didn't give us these stories like when it came to us they didn't talk about our triumphs they didn't really talk about the great things we were were doing but they talk about that motherfucker selling the blue in 1972 we'll learn all about that motherfucking shit and the great adventures that he had on the oceans and all this bullshit but when it come to us it's oh y'all fought you know people fought for y'all rights let's move on y'all you got the right to vote let's move on she said on the bus and she was black let's move on i was like what i just don't give a fuck well even with those things with the 19 in the 1472 or whatever the fuck they how much stuff did they cut out of that 
you know they just cut out the shit that made them look bad so now it's uh you know uh christopher columbus is uh we gonna leave out him cutting people's hands off of gold and shit and we're gonna leave out the rape and the murder and the uh smallpox blankets and shit. we just don't leave all that out and the story now is look at these white people that came they almost they got sick they almost died but the native americans brought them blankets and then they were okay and you're like mm. it didn't work about that you know and even when you talk about the trail of tears we don't go into a lot of detail about that we don't go into they passed laws they were like fuck your laws you know we didn't go into the fact that they tried to do it the right way and follow the laws of the land and people didn't want to hear that we didn't go about how whole tribes you know were wiped out you know and why the 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 why we have reservations and all that stuff we didn't learn about like that shit is interesting mm-hmm. um but yeah uh that let's go to some more stuff uh tense in the past present and future says uh julie who i said hey rod and Karen, as usual y'all are out here ministering to the congregation right in the gut where we need it i thank you both for providing a space that's both safe and challenging for so many things we are true we feel are true and just or used to feel worse so but live long enough to and learn well enough to think and do better well i'll tell you what i would not call what this is a uh safe space necessarily but i um i do appreciate you feeling welcome though Me too. i would not describe our podcast as safe at all we're not so, uh, like i've listened to shows that do a much better job than that kind of with that kind of shit and i mean do, yes. that's that's they shows you know i'm not trying to knock their shows but i don't want to do one of those kind of shows where every segment gotta have like you know some type of disclaimer before you can talk about anything um you're so right about pushing past fear and delving into a past as black folks fear is usually about control and reading about the myriad messed up ways society regroups to keep uh, its foot on our neck feels like the epitome of being out of control uh but what's but that's how they keep us blind and held in hostage by counting on us not wanting to relive the horrors we never see the pattern it's like you alluded to rod we struggle to reconcile the dissonance and we feel like we're crazy you really do man that's one of the things get out nailed as a movie they just really nailed that element of like something is always under the surface but that's how we feel all the time all the time uh i've been reading the fire next time by james baldwin again and marveling at how he just articulates the hell out of our collective consciousness he has this beautiful line where he says to accept one's past one's history is not the same as drowning in it it is learning how to use it mm-hmm. so i'm grateful every day for you and karen and for everybody out here using our past to be our ancestors wildest dreams we're amazing ain't we and that's in the past present and future tense much love oh thank you thank you and we are amazing i agree mm-hmm yeah, um, we have done some amazing things. We are doing some amazing things, and the best is yet to come. You know, that's that's kind of how I function with it. Because if you really realize and go back and sit and think of all the impossible things that have happened in the past, and all the impossible things we're doing right now, because I'm such a hopeful person, I go, well, the future is going to be even more greater. Um, and we got one, uh, two more. Jeff writes in, "Hi, Roddy, Karen." i love your show and listen a few times a week and I always check out the walking dead review it's always fun to hear your insights into the episode this is my first time writing in as i always have thoughts but fail to send them your way not this time though i enjoyed the finale and i have just a few thoughts the last two episodes had a lot of callbacks to rick's journey from him putting on this his killing jacket to the way he fooled negan with that speech before slitting his throat i understood his reasoning but using the jail cell to recreate the world as it was before just doesn't sit right with me i don't think this is what carl would want 
Hmm. I don't know if Carl want that or not, man. I, Carl just wanted a resolution that, to be honest, Rick gave Carl what he wanted when he didn't kill everybody and he didn't make anybody his prisoner and he told everybody go back to their their thing communities and we're gonna start helping each other from here on that's when that's what carl said he wanted a piece afterwards but carl even said nigga might have to die so i don't think you know he's like maybe he's too far gone maybe you know my dad killed you already i don't know uh maggie said <laughs> maggie aka maga that's a great Come maga on. green uh maggie uh is truly a member of the 53 percent just out the strength of her being mad at michonne while all she did was hold her back you thought that michonne still uh slit negan's throat based on the last bit of dialogue between her and jesus her grief was really pushed her to the edge yep you know that's a good point too man like if michonne hadn't held her back she probably would have got fucked up right because rick giving his speech like hey if you ain't for this i'm gonna fuck you up no Oh, Mac, she was like you don't, you don't want to run up there girl you're gonna run up there that's gonna be the last no you ever say mm-hmm. that was some good cry acting though i know this isn't the fear the walking dead review but the morgan jones crossover is exciting and i can't wait until they meet clear morgan aka morgan killmonger after experiencing him in all life is precious mode <laughs> yeah I, I, I do wonder if he's gonna flip back uh keep up the good work y'all looking forward to your thoughts jeff thank you it's also gonna be interesting for us as fans watching fear the walking dead knowing that uh this nigga can go crazy at any time anytime and these white people out here trying to figure it out Mm-mm-mm. they don't know nothing about him in his past right um oh man this is like one big block of text hold on i have to figure a way to read this uh maybe if i put it in word give me one second everybody i'm sorry oh no problem um yeah sometimes when it's sent to you if it's not space it's just like a, a huge long run on sentence yeah uh so it's our man bill he writes saying what's going on Ryder karen hope all is well with y'all it's your boy bill writing in about those crazy caucasoids these white people crazy i got a new job a couple years back to put me in contact with them much more often than i ever been i'm a nigga from the pg county who went to a hbcu and i worked around majority black women my whole life so you can imagine how much of a shift this was so there's this one guy in particular i work with who is um one of those outwardly racist guys who everyone knows racist except him i sometimes try to avoid political talk with him but i fall for that trap at certain moments like yesterday he's a prime example uh rod points out that folks wait he's a prime example that rod points out that these folks are stupid in the way you think they are he's actually quite knowledgeable in some ways and if someone wants to keep their guns our logic will make anything sensible if he supports that agenda we ended up getting into a convo ended up getting into a convo about how guns affect the society and of course he says things like well we actually had guns but people didn't don't didn't act like this when i was growing up only in certain areas but now it's spread y'all hear a whistle ha <laughs> yeah certain areas mm-hmm. urban areas maybe Black areas and you can't compare america to other countries as a retort before i could even say less guns mean less death when countries acted in the past so i started thinking maybe there wasn't as much violence back in the day and i googled shit and of course he was wrong as fuck more people per capita died from guns in the 70s than they do now despite mass shootings being more frequent come on he also of course believes the second amendment keeps our government in check i didn't hit him with the great big boy like they got some shit that'll blow out our back from where they stay at because they because uh that would fly over his head but he did say that people who think like me are too soft and that's the problem because i think there's no way you're beating the fucking government in warfare 
you just soft that's all put some dirt on it step kick that tank uh i'm like it don't matter how tough you are when you outgun anyway working around more races is tiring as fuck mm-hmm. sometimes i just need to get this in to y'all uh as as it ties into many uh of the discussions y'all have peace and love continue to be great thanks bill thank you i'm sorry you gotta go through that bro that's that's, that's a, a transition feeling. baby working with a bunch of racist motherfuckers Ugh, it's tiring yeah i'm sorry bro all right guys we will be back uh tomorrow um bossy and i'll be back in a few in a couple hours so i'll see y'all at four for those who listen to this too much uh for everybody else i'll see you guys tomorrow until then i love you i love you too wow